Hey, listeners, I am fired up uh, about our new season and our next guest on the Principal Points podcast. We have Winston McCowan, who is the principal of Chisholm Trail High School in the Eagle Mountain Saginaw School District uh, near the Fort Worth area, joining us today. And he's going to talk about being a new principal during this crazy, crazy pandemic. Uh, You know me, I'm Herbert O'Neill. I get the awesome opportunity to support principals uh, every day in my job. Uh, But it's just so fun to be able to talk with principals across the state about what they're doing to find success and sometimes the challenges uh, that come with the job. So take a moment uh, to listen uh, to Winston uh, with our newest episode of the Principal Points Podcast. Well, good afternoon. Uh, We are excited about season two of the Principal Points Podcast, and we have a very, very great guest uh, with us today. We have Winston McCowan, who is the principal of Chisholm Trail High with us today. What's going on, Winston? Hey, Herbert. How are you doing today, sir? Man, I am great. I I feel honored that you would take just a few minutes of your day uh, to talk to me today. You know, when we have these folks who are these big-time high school principals to take out 20 to 30 minutes uh, just to sit down and talk. Uh, but first, I, I, I go back because I'm I'm getting up in age and I think about my dad who he doesn't really know about all of these new suburban type high schools um, that have come open. So tell us a little bit about Chisholm Trail, about where it is and and what district you're in and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, well, first and foremost, thank you, Herbert, for uh give me this opportunity to visit with you today. Uh, this is truly an honor uh, to be a part of your, your podcast, so I thank you for that. Um, but for Chisholm Trail, Chisholm Trail High School is in Eagle Mountain, Saginaw, ISD. And actually where my campus is located, we're um, literally just northeast of downtown Fort Worth. If you sit in... Okay my press box at our football field, you can see downtown Fort Worth. Cool, cool. So Eagle Mountain Saginaw District, I know that has seen explosive growth over the years. How many high schools are in that district? Well, currently there are three comprehensive high schools, and then we have a um, what we call the HCTC, which is our um, college and career and technical uh, high school, and then we have a non-traditional high school, which houses um, our alternative school and um, our DAP, our disciplinary disciplinary alternative school. And they're also in the uh, works of coming up high school number four, comprehensive high school number four, which will will be completed in 2024. Oh, wow. Okay. I did not know that. I learned uh, something new today. Uh, But what we're going to talk about today, uh, folks, is purpose, passion, and the pandemic. And we can't act like the pandemic isn't here. It has changed how we've done everything. It's kind of upended or or made us rethink how we do school. So we're going to talk about that. But I do have to share a couple of things and uh, things that you all may not know is that Winston and I used to work together way back in the day uh, in Corsicana. And I can remember some 
some really hard work, some great work, but I also remember some fun times with Winston. And I, I remember specifically, um, it was a retreat. We had a, a kind of our administrative retreat before the school year started. And I can just remember, Winston sounds all serious today, but I will tell the listeners that Winston has jokes. <laughs> he always has something funny to say. Now, as, as a, such a great principal, such a great leader, uh, but I tell you, when you talk about someone who understands what laughter does and laughter does for the soul and how it makes people feel even during a bad day, I'm telling you, Winston is that guy. And I remember during that uh, retreat just how much fun we had. And I think it was borderline silly. Uh, <laughs> but, I will, but I will say uh, we had a good time. And, and I respected you then, respected the work that you did then, and, and totally respected uh, the work that you do now. But So let's go ahead and get started with a few questions. Um, and, you know, Winston, this is your first year as a high school principal. I know you've been through your career as an assistant principal. You've been a middle school principal before. But talk to us about serving as a first year high school principal uh, and a large high school principal in the suburbs during a global pandemic. How has that been for you? Uh, to be uh, to be honest, Herbert, it's it's like um, drinking through a fire hydrant, through a water uh, a water hose. I mean, it is fast and furious, um, but it is very rewarding. It's very humbling and very rewarding um, for this opportunity. Um, and I think the experience I had from being a middle school principal helped in that aspect of the principalship part. Um, what makes it difficult here coming in at Eagle Mountain is, one, it's a new district. Uh, I'm at a new campus. And since I was hired, at the time that I was hired, I was hired, uh, started July 13th. My staff had already been hired. Okay. My admin team had already been hired. And so I'm coming in fresh off the, off the streets. And um, I didn't have any say or anything in hiring um, majority of my teachers and my admin team, but it is a blessing that we all are cohesive. We all are a family. We all are a unit and we all have an understanding and that has, that's gone a long ways with the success that we've had this school year. Um, the pandemic has made it really difficult for me to, uh, get to know my staff like I'd want to, uh, as you know, and as you have already, um, alluded to, I'm a people person. And uh, being in this pandemic is hard to get out and about and, and, and visit with my teachers and visit with my students like I want to. Now, I still do it, but I have to have an internal clock to let me know that, OK, I need to make sure I'm socially distanced, that I'm not standing here longer than I need to to get exposed um, to the virus. Because you have to approach everyone um, with the mindset that they may be positive. <laughs> And that's just crazy in the times that we're in, but that's re the reality that we're in. And so um, that's what's made things really, really hard is that, you know, I, I love talking with kids and I still go out and, and, and go to the gyms during eighth period and, and visit with basketball players. And I go during lunch into the cafeteria and visit with kids. And I go into classrooms and I'm visiting with teachers and students um, safely, um, but not like I want to. Right. And and I know that's been a challenge just because 
I know what kind of guy you are and you're, you're a people guy, you're a kid type of principal. And when we start talking about social distancing and physical distancing and, and like you said, how much time can you be around? I know in my district, uh, you, you need to be, you know, less than 15 minutes mm -hmm. close contact with someone and, and all of those kind of things get into um, doing the things that you need to do for, for kids. And also with your staff, when we, when we, we talk about being a good principal, we know to have those one-on-one -on -one conversations with people when we come in and, and especially this summer, we didn't know a whole lot about that. How did you address that meeting with your staff, especially at a high school, anybody who's listening and has been a high school principal, especially a large high school, know that you could have, you know, we 200 staff members and then you got all of these extra people right. that show up that say they work for you and you don't even know that they work for you. And and how did you handle that? Getting to know the people uh, specifically, how did you tackle that? Well, um, before I even stepped foot on campus, I made a flip grid. And I just introduced myself without a mask because I wanted them to see who I was. Introduced myself and I um, sent that link uh, campus-wide and I invited teachers to respond, to reply, um, just with a hello and introducing themselves. And so that went over really well just to start off and kick things off um, coming into a new campus. And then when the year started, um, before teachers got on campus, I met with my admin team in a, one of our larger lecture halls so we could spread out and just kind of, you know, gave them my philosophy on education and my background and, and just let them, you know, see who I was and then get to know them a little better. And then when teachers came in, I gave them the option. Uh, we have a really large lecture hall that seats about 200 um, individuals. And so I gave them the option of either coming in and, you know, socially distance um, in that lecture hall or I could um, uh, stream it live um, via Teams, which it also just was a twofold because while I was doing this, I was also um, showing them what it would look like possibly in the classroom while we're teaching our students. You might have some in person but you also might have some online. And so I was modeling what that would look like for the teachers. And so when we had that, I had um, a lot of teachers show up. It wasn't over 200. So there was plenty of room for them to be in person because they wanted to see and meet uh, who their new leader was. And so right. I gave them that opportunity. They came in, we met virtually with those that didn't want to come in person. Uh, in person. And I had the others uh, that showed up on in person and they uh, met with me and we just kind of went over philosophy and um, what our goals were going to be coming into the new school year and what things looked like that I knew of at the time. And um, it just kind of was just a bonding and, and just getting to know everyone uh, opportunity. Good, good. That, that, that sounds like a great idea. And I, I think about the times I started off as a new principal and, you know, the flexibility that I had and the things I was able to do to, to ensure that I was able to get to know all them collectively and just to think about the challenge. Uh, to There's always a challenge at a large high school getting to know the people, but having this pandemic uh, in the way uh, causes some more challenges. So I wanted to talk about something, uh, you know, uh, what has been your, and I think about being a principal, especially at a high school, you know, your rallying cry. What is your the thing that you have been talking about 
to kind of move your move your your kids in the right direction or getting them to feel good and and wanting to be a part of things and also your staff what's been that thing that you talk about or that you say to keep everybody moving over there at Chisholm Trail well I'm really big on grace and and patience and that has gone a long way this school year because um, we've had to have a lot of grace and show a lot of patience in everything that we've done this year. Um, it started off at the end of last year going into this year where you just have a lot of people who, who have anxieties, who are anxious with everything that's going on in the world. And um, you have a lot of hopelessness. You have, you have to have an understanding of um, we're not in a box. And what goes on in my life is not what is going on in these kids and even in my teachers' lives. And so we have to understand that um, there's life going on outside these walls at Chisholm Trail. And that takes um, a lot of patience and grace from our teachers and from our staff and from our admin to look at the bigger picture of what's going on when we make decisions, um, whether that's instructionally, whether that's, you know, what we're looking at to celebrate our students, um, because a lot of things have been stripped from our kids, especially our seniors, our class of 2020. And then now our class of 2021, there's things that traditionally they're not being able to do. And these kids have come going to school since kindergarten, looking forward to these opportunities when they're seniors. And that's not going to happen or that might not happen like it's used to happen. And so just thinking about those type of things, but really my battle of pride has been show grace um, show patience. Um, I'm a man of faith, and so I'm really big on um, just keeping the faith in everything that we do. Um, I send out a, a TGIF every Friday to my staff, um, and I'm always sending out inspirational things just to keep everyone upbeat and let them know that we're a family and we're doing this and we're in this together. It's not, I wouldn't ask you to do anything that I wouldn't do. And so, um, it's just really about showing that compassion, that grace, um, that patience, and just having faith in the process. Oh wow, man! You you got me, you got me thinking. You got me. Uh, that is what people need, and, and it's so um, encouraging hearing you talk about what grace is meaning. Um, for leading the school, because like you said, there are so many things outside of the control of your principal, uh, you as the principal, um, from the teaching aspect. And, you know, I start thinking about all kinds of things. We're all dealing with grades that are not like they usually are. Uh, students who usually perform well are not performing how they need to be. Uh, we have online learners who aren't as engaging as we'd like to, like to have them. And people want answers. And I think hearing you talk about grace and finding ways to just kind of slow down and uh, figure out what we need to do. And it brings me to something. And look, I don't need you to, you don't have to really answer it, but I, this came up yesterday, another district in a faraway land. Um, there was some talk about like prom, you know, you started talking about things that students look forward to that people still don't have answers for. And something I saw yesterday was prom. And of course, just like every district, we're trying to get those things figured out. But those seniors really have a lot of things on their mind and that they're dealing with. And it's good that they have a good leader like you to 
to um, to kind of help them through that process. Right, right. And, and when we talk about instruction, uh, what has been some of the challenges there uh, at Chisholm Trail when it comes about instruction and then the students learning? And what are maybe some of the things that y'all have done to overcome those? Well, um, I think our biggest challenge, I wouldn't say issue, I think our biggest challenge, which is probably globally, is um, disengagement. Um, you kind of alluded to it just, just a moment ago. It's, I mean, you have um, parents and students that are terrified to be on campus due to the pandemic, mm -hmm. but they don't have the discipline to stay engaged in the eight period day of instruction online. Right. And so you have that issue of, of disengagement and um, again, that hopelessness, you know, a kid, you know, started off strong, but as they, as it went along um, throughout the school year, they think that things happen, life happen, and they tend to waver and um, they feel it's a lost cause and they throw up their hands. And you have parents that don't have that training. They're not teachers. They didn't get a degree in education. And so they're struggling as well. But yet they still have that fear of, well, I see the letters that y'all send every day. So I don't want to put my child back into the in, in that environment uh, in fear of them catching the COVID and or bringing it home. And so it's a double-edged sword because you have, on one hand, those parents are having an outcry of what they can do to help their child, but yet they don't want them to be in person to get that uh, more stringent one-on-one -on -one, um, instruction because of fear to the pandemic. And so we have to, we have to um, battle that. You know, there's a fine line that we have to come to an agreement because um, we have to, you know, break it down to the parent, let them know, okay, well, what we're doing is not working them at home being disengaged, not passing is not working. So what can we do or what do you need from us to ensure your child is successful moving forward? And those are the discussions that we're having um, constantly and having more so now that we're into our second semester because um, it's, it's fast and furious. You know, you know all too well that at that second semester, it's downhill. Hmm. And so, um, we have to come up with a plan for our kids that have been struggling for first semester to make sure we recoup and they can get the credits that they need so they can uh, move forward. And then we have to have a plan moving forward for this semester so those kids can get those credits so they can either go to the next grade or graduate. And so um, we're just having those hard uh, conversations with parents and to ensure them that we're safe here. We do social distancing. We require masks. We do what we have to do on campus um, to ensure the safety and security of our students. And we feel that if they're in person, they can get that more one-on-one -on -one instruction with an actual teacher that's there um, to help them along the way. Yeah, man, that, that, and, and I can, I can hear it in your voice and, and, you know, as a principal trying to do all you can to, to make, to ensure that your kids are successful. And I know a couple of things we've tried to do and we're, we've worked with some of our families to bring them back into the school. And we're close to 90% now within our district of getting our, our students back on campus. Uh, but that that's a challenge. And we still have some that, that do not want to come in and we have to respect that. 
um, because we don't know the situation in everyone's home, but uh, we just want our kids to learn and, and to be successful. But as you said earlier, we got to have grace and we have to understand that, that sometimes we have to think about this thing differently. As we wind down here, uh, Winston, if you could give uh, anybody, a principal, a new principal, uh, you know, or a principal who's been doing it for years, if you could give them some advice as you walk, you know, you've walked through this pandemic and, you know, it's still going on. And quite frankly, we don't know when all of this is going to be over. Uh, if you could give some advice, any advice to uh, any of the principals that'll be listening, what would it be? Uh, what would that advice be? I think it's more, more so it's about um, just listening, being a good listener. Um, so often we listen to respond as opposed to listening to understand. And so I think it's really important that we listen to understand, whether it's from our teachers, whether it's from our students, whether it's from our community and our parents. We have to listen to understand and then get feedback and input from your constituents to um, make decisions for our campus. Because in the end, the decisions that we make are going to affect them. And so it's just really important to just listen to understand. And um, I'm real firm on having an open door policy. Um, now, I do it safely. Uh, if, you know, <laughs> if we... If it looks like this meeting's going to go longer than 15 minutes, we might go to a different room other than my office so we can space out a little better. But um, I try to make it the point, even for students, um, to come in, let's talk about it, um, and, and come to a resolution on whatever uh, we're, we're talking about. And, um, and they can see that you know I'm transparent, that, that I'm open to uh, different ideas, and I'm really big on big picture. and um, what's going to be successful for our campus. Well, that, that is great. And like you, you said, listen to understand. I think so often, especially as principals, you make decisions all day. And so you hear things and you just want to react. But sometimes, like you said, you just need to listen to understand uh, so that you can better help them. And then also uh, opening yourself up uh, for people to be in, to even to be heard, to come in. And I think, um, I think people always appreciate that as a, a pr from their principal, someone who uh, is open to hearing them, open to come in, like you said, and to be done safely. Um, uh, but um, people appreciate that. And so Winston, I know you're super busy. I thank you for taking the time out. Uh, to join us on the Principal Points Podcast. It's always great to hear from you. Like I said, Winston's got a serious voice on today, but uh, this dude is the most kid-friendly guy, the most fired-up guy I know, uh, and always has a, a, a good word, a good word, like he talked about grace and working with people, and Winston can always make you laugh. And uh, <laughs> laughter is a way... Um, to, that that will always get us through. So, Winston, I appreciate you for being on the Principal Points Podcast. Hope that you have a great rest of the day at Chisholm Trail High School. Thank, Thank you guys you. for listening. Thank you, Herbert, for having me. Thank you for joining the Principal Points Podcast. You can find more information about our podcast at www 
www.herbertoneal.com. Thank you.